You know what it is. Coach Cam is back. Can you believe this? He's back over here to my left. I got it right for the first time. Can you believe this? How's everybody doing? Coach, how are you feeling? Cam, how are you feeling? I'll let I'll let Coach go first, but tell me how y'all are feeling, boys. We're back, man of 3 Deep is back again. We back, we back. Let's get it, man. I'm doing good. Glad to be here for another episode with the game. Yeah, dude. Couldn't be happier to be back with you boys, especially because NFL's coming to a close soon. So we got a lot to talk about. It's sad, isn't it? We don't want the NFL season to end, but sometimes... You know, around February every year, that shit does just seems to end. We don't want it to, but it does. Um, yep. Cam, I'm glad you didn't sleep through this podcast. I gotta say, <laughs> Bruh, don't set alarms on an iPhone if you want to wake up. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess I could counter that with "Don't fall asleep at six thirty at night," but you know, <laughs> it was what actually seventy. What the fuck is the deal? On <laughs> Good lord. Anyways, uh, yeah, not the best weekend of football for my betting, but, you know, still a good weekend of football all around. Uh, hey, me too. Wasn't that good. A couple of those games, but we'll get to it because as you just touched on, Cam, football season is ending. And there's nothing that we can do about that. But there's other football that's coming around. You know, you got the USFL coming around again. You got the XFL part three, I think at this point, is making its return again in like February or March. I'm not exactly sure. And then, yeah, outside of that, there's probably another fucking league that's going to be coming around here at some point. We shall see. So football itself is not ending, but the the, the good football, that shit's done in about four weeks. So let's do it. We get up and talk about every week. That's the one that's ending. You see all these logos around the fucking screen right here? Yeah, that football. <laughs> the important mm-hmm. football is going to be ending in about three, four weeks. And with that being said, good point by you there, Cam. Coach, you here and Cam, when football season ends, you guys are more of the NBA NBA guys than I am, so I got to get your your thoughts and opinions now that we are going to be trans transitioning into NBA season. Yeah. Who are we looking at? Who are some teams that are contenders? Because I haven't been paying much attention. I watched the Wizards, but I know the Wizards are trash. So there's not much to look forward to. Like Spencer Dinwiddie said, we ain't playing championship basketball. We don't play winning basketball here in D.C. Yeah, the Lakers right now. Yeah, that's true. But, Coach, I want to hear who do you got? uh, Teams that are midseason contenders right now. Who should we be looking at? Let me hear. All right. Cam, you do the West, I'll do the East. How about that? Ooh. Okay, so in the East, um, we got Boston, who's the number one seed at 35 wins and 14 losses. They've been rolling. Uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, the the Jay brothers, they've been rolling. Um, they're a deep team, and they play a good defense. They got an interim or a sort of, yeah, interim head coach and. They've seen them bought in and just sort of uh, gotten hot to start the season. Philly with um, Joel Embiid, the monster center. Uh, they're 30 and 16 at number two. The Bucks are number three with, um, of course, Giannis and Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, that big three. The Nets, who are the fourth seed, are at 29 and 17. You know, Kyrie and KD and also... Ben Simmons, who 
occasionally will score zero points, get fouled out, and uh, do a whole bunch of nothing. But they've oh, actually – they have <laughs> uh, they had a rocky start uh, of the season, and um, they've kind of surged back into that fourth seed um, with Kyrie leading the way and KD snapping, doing his thing. But KD's hurt right now. He got some knee injury, I think. Um, so he's been out for, like, almost a month. And they're still contenders. They can if they can keep up the Kyrie and KD dynamic and play a little bit of defense. Um, I think they can contend. Also, the Cavs are the fifth seed um, at twenty nine and twenty. They've got a whole lot of guards that can shoot, and they're a really deep team um, with Jared Allen. Donovan um, Mitchell. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. They also have um, dude, Karis Levert. Um, yeah, just coming off the bench. So, and, um, Brian Garland, who was, a uh, wait, uh, what's his name? Garland. I don't know if it's Brian. <laughs> I forget his name. But, uh, Garland. Who? Darius or Darius? Uh, yeah, like Darius that. Garland. <laughs> I know of Brian Garland, though. Shout out to him. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll cut um, a little bit of that out. Don't worry. That's why we don't always go. That's why we don't go live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Darius Garland. And, um, yeah, they got a whole bunch of guards. And they can just shoot the lights out. Love to shoot threes. Get rebounds. Um, and what's his name? Evan Mobley, who was a rookie last year. This is like a second year. So, they're going to be a team to be dealt with. I think those five teams are the true contenders. You got the Heat that are at the sixth spot. They always kind of metal around, have ups and downs throughout the season. But towards that um, March, April, March, Bolster after the – Yeah, they always get them going. He always gets them going for playoff mode. And Jimmy seems, Jimmy Buckets seems to get buckets. And they got Bam and all that. Um, so, yeah, I think those are the true contenders. The Knicks, Hawks, Pacers, and Bulls round out the – Seven through ten seeds. So those those are the playoff play in team. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but I was just looking at the stands. It looks like they're all kind of like a game apart from each other, so it doesn't really look like there's much separation from those teams. I was just no, no, no. Patient. Sorry to interrupt you, Flo. <laughs> no, you good, you good. <laughs> Shit, we still got half the season to go. They're all within a game of each other. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Fucking nuts. But the Nets, are the Nets are the team to beat, in my opinion. I mean, if they're all healthy, I know KD's out right now, but, dude, that offense is working regardless mm. if Ben Simmons on the floor or not. Get him, coach. They don't win too many. I mean, it's a lot of close games, though, because, you know, they don't play too much Yeah, defense. they got no defense. <laughs> they don't got no big either. Like, Claxton, Nick Claxton is their, like, big center that they start. So, like. And he's not really, like, a, a strong, like, you know, bulky type of center. He's just, like, long and athletic. So, compared to, like, Robert Williams on the Celtics, bro, the Time Lord, yeah, that's a true center. And, yeah, they're going to be a tough team, the Celtics, bro. They might go again. The Celtics are just well-rounded. Like, they're probably the best overall team. But yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn's definitely got the most firepower. Mm, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think you'd want to see KD. I mean, if you're the Bucks, you're not sweating them. <laughs> if you're the Bucks, you're not sweating them. Yeah, the only time you don't want to see KD is when Steph Curry's on the team. Facts, facts. 
Nah, the West. The West is nice, but the East. East is really making its push. Like the Warriors are struggling down out in the West. The Lakers mm. are struggling. They're relying on the Nuggets and the Grizzlies to round off the top two right now. Yeah, but, yeah. But Jokic, know. dude, he seems yeah. to do it every year. Those I'm like crazy MVP numbers. I'm not throwing shade at John, like what he's done for the team, but like I don't, I don't really see Memphis as a team to go deep into the playoffs yet. I give them like one, two more years, then they're gonna be winning the championship. John's gonna put the team on his back. Yeah. What do you say to I, that, guys? I don't know. I don't know. I still feel like in the end, like that playoff experience. I mean, the Warriors are getting older, so, like, their championship window is, like, getting smaller and closing every year. But, um, you know, Steph is still balling out. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Draymond at the end of the year, but they do have uh, Clay that's <coughs> – excuse me. Clay that's playing well and finally seemed to get back to his old self after um, missing all that time two years away from basketball. He seemed to – get back to the old clay but also jordan Poole, after getting that big money um this past summer he stepped up huge and so now it's more like a big four and they also have like the younger guys like wiseman and um kaminga johnson kaminga and um some other guys but i think they maybe need like one more piece to actually sort of help extend that championship window and sort of make them a complete team. Um, yeah, like back in the day, they had uh, Iguodala and Draymond to lock up on defense while Steph yeah. kind of did their thing. Now they're just relying on their big three. Like, they can yeah. win the championship together. They just – Steph would have to hit, like, 80% of his threes in the playoffs. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if they were to get, like, a, a dominant big or, like, a, a serviceable big, someone like that, and maybe, like, trade away some of those young – young pieces that aren't uh getting much time and playing haven't really shown what they can do they can just trade them and get somebody that could fit their team in that center role and then you got all the the core positions like filled out you got your shooters with pool stuff and clay and then draymond so draymond plays defense and then he's always just like setting up for uh stuff too so he always knows like where they want the ball and you know finding ways to get it to them so they just shoot it and it's wide open off screens all that dude Trent was just there to stir shit up now at this point i know <laughs> man stat line like six nine and seven like come on those are, <laughs> those are good stats for a role player but like you want millions and millions of dollars right bro. put up more than 10 points i mean hey that's not like you told those kids uh, at that one camp, he's like, not everybody's going to be the star, so you got to just star in your role. And he definitely does that. There's a difference between being the star. You remember in the early career, he was a decent three-point shooter. He wasn't yeah. spectacular, but he was decent. That man cannot put up a fucking shot anymore. It is so disgraceful. Like, you are six seven. You came in one championship shooting threes and getting in and – Driving on people, and now you cannot shoot the basketball? I mean, he rarely shoots to begin with, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Not everybody can, like, average 20 or, like, get get up 20 shots. So, like, when the ball, like, you know, 
the defense will leave him wide open and like he might take that shot, that one shot there or the couple. He's gonna miss it. Okay, but it don't really matter if he make it or miss it. What you mean? I'm saying, look, for the role that he plays, he's not uh looked at to be a scorer. <laughs> he can make the shot if yeah, he can make the shot. Obviously, you're not going to take, like, a last-second shot. They're going to run up a play, and it's probably going to work. It's going to get to Steph Clay or Jordan Poole. So, they got all three I'm other options is, they can go to. All I'm saying is I remember the days when Draymond could put up 20 on any given night. This man That's is lucky to get – That is cap. <laughs> bro, bro. Draymond he would not put up – Yeah, nah. he's putting up 15 to 20 nightly. And then this man took a year off. He was like, all right, do I want to shoot the basketball? <laughs> and then he just forgot how to shoot after that. Uh-huh. Mm, I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> that a hell of a little NBA talk right there, boys. I yeah. Back, I almost interrupted y'all again. <laughs> what? I'm sitting, Coach called me. He was like, Jordan's sitting there like, oh, shit, he's about to say something. But I was like, hang on, fuck that. They're in a groove right now. Let me just let me sit back. It might be the longest time, the amount of time on this podcast that I haven't done. A fact. <laughs> oh, 100%. Huh? 100%. That's Bro, that was like seven minutes. I said maybe two words in seven Hey, you was, was itching, bro. I know. <laughs> like, like I was but, saying, it's my area of expertise. Like, I'm going to. I watch basketball, so I'll pay more attention now that the football season's ending. So I'll have more knowledge on it, and I'll be able to talk more shit about what's going on. Right. But that's 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 your shit. That's your shit, Cam. That's your coach's shit. Y'all be y'all be hooping a lot. So you know, I figured I'd leave that one to y'all. I wouldn't step on your toes. I respect y'all for that. I was like, let me hear their hoops. Let I wish I was hooping a lot. A <laughs> little bit of hoop talking. But First with all that, should we move on to why the people are here? Should we move on? Oh yeah. Championship, baby. Championship. Let's figure out why and how, who got to where in the championship. How did we get here? Go in order, right, of the games that happened. Uh, Starting off with, who was it? Kansas City and Jacksonville, that was the first game on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Kansas City and Jacksonville kicked it off. And with a gimpy Pat Mahomes... The Chiefs hold off the Jags 27 to 20. Uh, kind of shocked by what went, went on right there because Mahomes got jacked up. I thought that the Chiefs, you know, when he got hurt, I was honestly very worried. I was like, oh, fuck, here come the Jags. I didn't want the Jags to win per se. Coach will tell you otherwise because we were watching that game together. I was not rooting against the Chiefs, <laughs> but I definitely sure. like, what's going on right The Jags were to come back on them. I was like, fuck it, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What were y'all? What were you guys thinking when that game went on? By the way, I said the final score. I believe 27-20. Mahomes 195 yards and two touches. What were you guys thinking when that game went on? We've seen Mahomes throw on one foot for six, seven years now. Like, wh- why is anyone surprised at this point? I mean, it did look pretty bad. It was he pretty bad. That's it looked bad, but who else is coming in and still able to throw the ball? There was one play. It was like third and seven late in the game, like third quarter or something. Like fourth, might have been fourth quarter. This yeah. man threw it off of his left foot while going sideways. Man literally threw it across his fucking body on a dot. That secured the game for them almost. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, he's he's definitely like one of the very few quarterbacks in the league that like if he was to have a high ankle sprain like you know he does now, he's got that arm to just be able to be like, all right, well I can still sling it, throw it over your head, got the touch to throw it anywhere on the field. It's just maybe he's not as mobile because you know he does like to get outside of the pocket, but right. um once he got hurt, he actually had zero throw and he came back. He had zero throws that were outside of the pocket. So everything was inside of the pocket, and he finished with 195 yards and two touchdowns. But, yeah, I thought, you know, it could have been bad, and it looked bad. But luckily, I knew that um, he didn't want to come out because they were showing, like, uh, on the sidelines, you know, he was talking to Andy Reid, and he's like, no, saying, like, no. like, Yeah, yeah. So, like, he's, like, a true competitor. He's not, like, just, like, I mean – He's got the skills, but, like, he really loves the game. And, like, when you hear him talk about it in the press conference, he's really, like, a gamer, dude. And he's uh, gutsy for this this win. And I feel like it was, like, his kind of, like, MJ, like, flu game. Or, like, it was just a monumental game in the sense that, like, the, what the stakes were and, like, how important he is to that team. So when he came back, um, they knew they had their guy. And, like, the offensive line really protected him and um shouts out to them but also chad henny too because when he was gone he had led a 98 yard um touchdown drive think so, about it too, bro. yeah Backup quarterback first of all let's give a look he did that before the, against the browns he's remember? the backup quarterback for the chiefs and he was drafted by the jaguars forever ago so when the jags were the jags which they were the jags all the time until this year, where they finally made the playoffs again for the first time since 2017. Yeah. Their quarterback during some of those really, really shitty Jacksonville Jaguar years where they were so bad, but somehow they didn't get the first overall pick because there was one other team that was just a bit shittier than the Jaguars were that year. So, yep. like, could you imagine being Chad Henney? He's like, yo, I have to go against these motherfuckers who drafted me, who right. suck. Like, they put me out there on a shit Jaguars team. Come on, Chiefs, let's rock. And he, mm-hmm. like, coached 98 yards right down the field. Insane. Shout out to Chad Henney and Travis Kelsey, dude. That guy is uncoverable. Uncoverable. Bro. I don't get it. I don't know what the Jacks game plan was because they were just, like, backing off of him. He had, like, 14 catches, bro. They were just letting him, like, on that on that one um, drive with Chad Henney. Like, he was just finding Travis Kelsey like he was Patrick Mahomes. Pat Mahomes would have did the same thing too. Like, yeah, fourteen catches, uh, I think ninety-eight yards and two touchdowns. I'm like, he's, so he's your Gronk, game plan is it the, with better routes? You can't cover him in man. He's gonna fuck you up. And then they they were playing zone. I'm pretty sure, but like he was just sit. He was just like run a little stop route and like be wide open. Like I don't know. They just they should have doubled him for real. I don't I don't know what's going. Too smart to just be sitting there playing zone coverage against them. Do you think? Do you think he's not gonna get open? Like if you're not gonna straight up mark him with one guy and then bracket him over top, Travis Kelsey's like you said gonna have 14 catches and two goddamn touchdowns. That's yeah. just what's gonna happen. This is not that's to be crazy. He's he, so good. he that dude. He him. Damn. A couple years. Timothy. ago. A couple years ago, you said that you think. He's already the greatest receiving tight end of all time. Yeah, two years I'm ago. I that. that I think he's already the greatest tight end of all time. Fuck I said that last year and you get on shit. me. 
Who gives a shit about the blocking? This guy is the most uncoverable tight end. He was balling before Pat Mahomes got there. He's obviously ascended to even crazier heights since <laughs> he got there. But when he was with Alex Smith, he was balling. Let's keep it real here. You know what this I'm saying? This is the same speech I gave you last year. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm with you. you know. I'm with you. Travis Kelsey is the greatest of all time. All res- no disrespect to Gronk, but I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, sorry, Gronk. Sorry, Tony G. Like, you blocked great throughout your career. You're a great offensive weapon. Travis Kelsey is offensively better than all those guys previous. Anyone that was a blocking tight end or receiving tight end, yeah. it doesn't matter. When Travis Kelsey can put up 1,000-yard season after 1,000-yard season – and most teams can't even get a receiver yeah. to put up his consistency. Yeah, man. He's just like the ultimate receiver playing tight end. It's crazy. It's wild. Like, you can't cover him. No linebackers fast enough. No DBs big enough. Derwin James can do all right against Travis. Let's keep it real. Derwin does all right when he plays. Like We saw him pick him up and slam No disrespect, Travis. I'm just saying. Oh. Most of today's defensive backs couldn't cover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. That's what we're saying. He's fucking the best of all time. I don't mm-hmm. think it's close at this point. Like, I was, I was thinking about it just, like, while we were talking. I was just like, yeah, I, at, at this point, like, I like Gronk, but to be able to do what Travis, he, he's arguably, like, yeah, we're saying the greatest tight end of all time. We'll say arguably, just to, you know, avoid everybody shitting on us, because I'm sure they're making yeah. case for But – if we're going to say he's arguably the greatest tight end of all time, you could argue he's probably a top 25, maybe 30 receiver of all time. If you're going to mark him that high, because we're saying he's a receiver playing tight end, basically. If we're going to label him like that, he could arguably go down as one of the all-time just pure pass catchers ever. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's got like 40 touchdowns over the last four seasons, so I don't see why not. He's so good. He's so yeah. good. Shout out to Pacheco too. They were running the ball pretty good after uh like Mahomes got hurt. I think um what? Pacheco. I don't know, but yeah, Pacheco. I thought I had his stats, but um yeah, they ran the ball pretty well and it just kind of shows cuz um unlike the Bills, they the Chiefs will actually you know do what they need to do and if they call for running the ball, you know, they'll lean on the run game so and then O line is uh, really good pass blocking, but they can also run block. And um, yeah, I think Pacheco had a touchdown himself. So the Chiefs just need to get that elite running back, or even a decent running back, because Edwards Alaire ain't it. He's been hurt most of the season, Bro, and even Pacheco's before probably, that. Pacheco's probably that guy. Yeah. Ah. Okay, I but don't know. The, the, the couple good games they gave him like out. twelve carries, though. It's not like you give him like. 20 carries a game. Yeah, but a lot of teams are doing that now. Like, you just got to make the most out of your carries while your quarterback slings the ball 50 times a game. Well, not the Bengals. They're they're pretty balanced. They, they were until they stopped giving Joe Mixon some carries. He had a great game this last weekend. Yes, yeah, because the Bills couldn't stop a nose. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Let's move on. We've covered enough. We covered enough on that so far. All right. So Philly, the Sunday night game, we're gonna or Saturday night game, we're gonna move through that one pretty quick too, because it was thirty-eight to seven. The Eagles 
dog walk. It was so bad by halftime. We were like, okay, let's play FIFA. We'll check in in the third, fourth quarter. You know Ain't nothing changed. <laughs> nothing changed. The exact same score, 31-7. Yep. At 38-7 with that long touchdown run by Kenneth Gainwell on third and nine after they just got a penalty. Like wow. the like, yo, you want to go out with some respect, right? Like, cool, we stopped them here. We held them to a field goal. Nope. He breaks off and scores a touchdown. He could have slid down and just said, fuck it, we're done. But he said, I'm going to score a touchdown. Oh, no, get yours. I respect it. Go ahead, Mr. Gainwell. But, yeah, it was 38-7. to um, I think right now that Philly is the best team on both sides of the ball. You, we can argue about that in a minute, but that's just my opinion. I think on both sides of the ball, Philly's probably the most balanced. Most balanced. I think since he plays the most balanced, to your point, Coach. But again, we'll get to all that in a little bit. As I, as I was saying, yeah. Hurts, if the MVP, if he didn't get hurt two games this season, if he didn't miss two games, he would have he would have won MVP this year. But now it's probably going to go to Mahomes. And in this game, he had Good. 104 yards passing. Not too not too great, but you know they run the ball so effectively, he doesn't have to sit back and throw it for like 300 yards. Uh, 154 yards, two touchdowns, and also 31 yards on the ground and another touchdown. And like I said, Mr. Gainwell was the secret weapon. 12 carries, 112 yards, and a touchdown that he broke off, like I said, on third night. Mm-hmm. You know, third end of the game, could have slid down and said, I'm done. He said, nah, fuck you. I'm stabbing you in the heart. Fuck you, Giants fans. I love that. That's so badass. I hate when that happens to my team, but when it happens to other teams, I'm all for it. That's <laughs> divisional football, baby. Correct. What did you guys – so I'll get you – like I said, we didn't watch too much of it, but what did you guys think of what we did see when we were watching that game? Because we were all watching that game together. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like you said, the, the Philly run game did what it needed to do. Um, What, they ran 44 times for 268 yards, and they got six, six yards per carry. So that was obviously their game plan, and – um, also, in a way to protect Jalen Hurts and his shoulder, you know, they just kind of went heavy run. Um, what, like you said, Jalen Hurts didn't have a spectacular game, but I feel like, um, like his coach was saying, it, it kind of like, I get what he was saying, but I was like, oh, here we go. Talking about how uh, Michael Jordan, he's he's comparing Jalen Hurts and his presence and leadership and at the quarterback position for his team. This season, he's comparing that and him to the effect that Michael Jordan had on the Bulls. And that, like, you know, when you had him and you looked and saw that he was on your team, you knew we were going to be all right. You knew you had a a great chance of winning each and every game. So, I mean, I see it. And definitely in terms of where he was last year and where he started out, um, he's progressing and really improved. And everybody's seen that. It's obvious to see in the games that they've played this year um, and how he's been included in MVP talks. But, uh, yeah, the Giants, they didn't stand much of a chance. And that defense really got back up to uh, par. You know they set a sack record this year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they showed out. They was balling. Yeah. That's what they do. Cam, let me hear your thoughts. Giants shouldn't have been out there. <laughs> Damn. Bro, if Kirk, if Kirk Cousins wasn't just utter dog water in the playoffs, that would have been a much better game than the fucking Giants. It would have been the same thing. It would have been a blowout. No, 
You saw what happened when they played each other earlier in the season. The Eagles kicked that shit out of the Vikings. Yeah. I would put up a better game. They would put up a better game than the Giants did with mouth-breathing fucking Daniel Jones. I don't know about that. They only scored seven points. <laughs> the, the Vikings would probably struggle to score ten. Nah. Or seven. Nah. Eli Manning's a slow brother in Daniel Jones. <laughs> Me, old cuzzo Danny. Yeah, bro. That, that, I cannot stand Daniel Jones, bro. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's the way he plays or just the fact that he's on the Giants. Just such an hey, ugly team. I think you it's don't the want to know way. I like him. I'll be honest with you. You what? I'm a big fan of Daniel Jones. Never have been, but he played well this year, so we can't take that away from him. I'll try. I'll find a way. I think it's Dayball because you know. You know, Dayball's a pretty damn good coach. And without Dayball, Josh Allen led the league in turnovers. Oh, he also had a healthy Saquon for the first time in a couple years. Yeah, that part. That was a big difference. And Saquon, dude, what do you do? You think he's going to come back? He shouldn't. You don't think so? No. Like they were, they were lucky to sneak into the playoffs this year. Like they had a hot start to the season. They were a decent team. I don't know. Brian Dayball is a really good coach. I think the Giants. Yeah. Are, I think the Giants are all the way back. Yeah, they just need to continue to build around Saquon and Daniel Jones. Ah, uh, that's my. You know what? That's where I'll ask. So in the notes, as you guys saw, what do y'all yeah. think happened to Daniel Jones and Saquon? Do they keep both? Does one walk? And if who walks, who do you think goes? It's definitely going to be Saquon. They. I mean, I don't know. I feel like. If they had to choose between a running back and a quarterback, they're probably going to go with the quarterback. I feel like you might be right, Coach, which means Saquon's available possibly in free agency this summer. Ooh. Yeah. And also, Daniel Jones hasn't had the injury history, I guess, that Saquon has had. So if you were, like, comparing the two or weighing the two, that's something else that they would probably be considering, too. I agree. Saquon has missed a lot of time. He's missed a lot of time. He's very, very, very good. But when he's when he's not healthy, which was for basically two years back to back, the Giants were dog shit, and they were dog shit even with him. So like, yeah. it's not it's not entirely it's not you know. There's, I think they got to rock with Danny J just because of what happened this year. He the, still don't have receivers either. Huh? <laughs> I say he still don't have any like actual like receivers either. I know. Give them a couple weapons, bro, and the Giants might actually be pretty nice because this sounds ridiculous because Saquon is so good, but, like, you can almost replace him with just, like, you know, a regular running back. You don't need to have the two dimensions that he brings with the running and the pass catching. You right. might be able to supplement that, you know what I'm saying, with mm -hmm. some wide receivers. The whole reason he had to catch all those goddamn passes was because they have no receivers. Mm-hmm. So I, I might I might be with you on that one, Coach. I think they might have to lean with Daniel Jones just because of that. And running backs, they have a shelf life, bro. Every player in the NFL does, but running backs yeah. on more so than most positions have a very oh, short show. Cam, you think they're going to rock with Danny J or Saquon? I think if they're smart, they'll rock with Saquon. I don't think Daniel Jones is going to be the person to bring them anywhere besides the – First round of the well, first round win in the playoffs. Because once you get to that next level, it's like you 
how many quarterbacks is he actually better than that are left? Oh, that are in the playoffs right now? No. Yeah. Not None. better than Joe Burrow. None. And it will never be that way because he is never going to be as good as all the other quarterbacks in the playoffs. He may be better coached. You can only do so much with him. I will hang on. Let me let me let me side with Daniel Jones here for a second. You could have made that same case about Joe Flacco a few of those times that he made the playoffs, and we yeah. Super Bowl multiple times with him playing quarterback for us. So it all really just depends on if he can get hot at the right time. Like those six games that they played at the beginning of the season, if he can do that for three games in the playoffs, they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier said than done. I, it is. It's much, much easier said than done. But it's possible. We've seen it. Joe Flacco threw 11 touchdowns and no picks. And that has never happened again. Yeah. Also, Cam, if you – oh, no, go ahead. I know. I was just going to say, I think Daniel Jones should be the uh, Raiders' new quarterback. Oh, so you say they, they Giants get Clark? Where else is he going to go? He's going to have Devontae or have Josh Jacobs hopefully back there again. I think that's a better fit for him than – I think having one star receiver and a couple lackluster is going to do better for DJ. Josh Jacobs ain't no way he's going back to the Raiders. He said that shit pretty much. Really? That's what he said. He's, I'm done. I'm done with this shit. Damn. Yeah, they're, I don't blame him. That's yeah, the no worst shit. team, bro. It's the fucking Raiders. Could you imagine being a goddamn Raiders fan? They stink. But we're not Raiders. We're talking about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. <laughs> um, and I guess my next question would be: If they don't side with Daniel Jones, do you think Dayball's scheming for a QB? What if he's going to try to get Derek Carr? Like you were just saying, Coach. What if he's trying to get Derek Carr? I don't want this to happen. But what if he's trying to go get Lamar? You know what I'm saying? What if they're trying to get a fucking like a QB that's I mean Daniel Jones played well this year, but if you get an established like legit vet who's a stud, there's only two, three of those guys that might be out there this offseason. You think they might be scheming for a quarterback? What do you think? I mean, yeah, I guess I could see Derek Carr. Um, I don't think they have a I don't think they have a top pick or anything like that. So I don't think they would really spend it on any of the quarterbacks. So, yeah, Derek Carr would probably be someone they're eyeing, if not keeping uh, Daniel Jones. Nah, two quarterbacks, probably Aaron Rodgers. Wait, you don't want Aaron Rodgers? FC. That's what Schefter said. Oh, he's not trading him in conference? Yeah. Okay. yeah, he could go to the other New York team, the Jets. Bro, if he goes to the Jets, his career's over. His career. Why not? They got a good defense, and so they got it's, it's the Jets. Yeah, but he's a fucking. I don't know. He's always doing the same thing every offseason with Green Bay, just holding them hostage. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do. Nah, fuck to put Aaron Rodgers in Miami. Ooh, I say that'd be crazy. Give him the two fastest <laughs> receivers in the league. <laughs> that'd be over. That's what's coming if you fucking trade Aaron Rodgers to the Dolphins. 17 and 0. Good God. 62 touchdowns. That's right. He could go out there and fucking smoke weed on the field and just be like, mm, see you. <laughs> just easily. Easily. Oh my God. Damn. That's a great point. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, why would he go to the Jets, coach? 
He will tell the Packers, ain't no fucking way of trading me to the Jets. I don't know. Maybe if they're trying to get rid of Zach Wilson. And, like, apparently. Zach Wilson, he's a douche. Why wouldn't you want to get rid of Zach Wilson? Hey, man. I don't know. Are you trusting Mike White? What about Tom Brady, though? Tom Brady might end up in one of these New York teams or Miami. Nah, if he leaves, he's definitely going to the Raiders. You think? Yeah. He was just the whole fools of Miami today. Say what? He was just caught, not caught, but he was on video today looking at uh, like day schools for his kids in Miami. Doesn't he already live there? Yeah, but why would you be looking for school down there for next year if you're going to be there this year? Possibly looking at playing for the Dolphins. Who knows? I'm not saying it's happening. It's just just a thought. Just like our old friend, not our old friend, but our former pod host friend, Faze. I told you about this, right? You guys heard about this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm spilling into the podcast world. This man. (laughs) This man claims he's a Dolphins fan and had, I saw like a video of his childhood room. And it was all Patriot shit and Tom Brady. So how are you going to be a Dolphins fan repping a division rival in your own house? Why are you sleeping with Patriot shit? That's crazy. How disrespectful to the Dolphins that is, huh? All that work mm-hmm. they put in all those years to be so trash and you turn around and you become a Patriots fan? Come on, man. Yeah. Bro, it's like if I wore a Tebow jersey. Come on, that's, why, that's part of the reason why I'm Facts, Cam. <laughs> huh? It's like if I wore a Tebow jersey. Yeah, no shit. That's exactly like that. If you wore a Tebow jersey, or if coach wore like a Falcons jersey or a Saints. Oh no! <laughs> what if I pulled up and got you a Drew Brees jersey, coach? I would burn it. And signed to my favorite Panthers fan. No, I would burn it. Actually, I would sell it and then pay the guy <laughs> to burn it. <laughs> He'd be like, "Look at the money I got, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. All right. Um, I can't go that way. Before we move on to the Sunday games, we're, we're only about 40 minutes into this pod before we get to the AFC Championship and NFC Championship. I'll, I'll move quicker now. Um, where does Jacksonville go from here? Do we res- do we expect them to respond? Ex- how do we expect them to respond going into next year? Do we think they're going to be that team in the AFC South? Do we think they're going to surpass the Titans and the Colts and all those guys down there? We know they're better than the Texans. We don't have to worry about that. Yes. Yes. As long as yes. Tannehill is the quarterback, they're already better than the t- than the Titans. Yeah, I agree. Tannehill, <laughs> bro, he played awful this year. So bad. <laughs> he sucks, bro. Do you know how bad of a quarterback you have to be to make Derrick Henry look bad? <laughs> He's like, come on, man. I'm He's rushing like, for two hundred. me out again. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. fourth quarter. They need a third down. Nope. Can't happen. Bro, he's <laughs> this year. We kind of saw that coming. I know, like, the Bills were hot at the beginning of the season, but we saw that coming when they played the Bills. Oh, like, that was not such a bad game. game. Huh? I say that was such a bad game. I know. All I needed Tannehill to get was, like, nine and a half yards rushing. He couldn't even get one. You remember yeah, that? But, yeah. <laughs> but to answer your question, yeah, we saw this year that Trevor Lawrence really stepped up Um. And having Doug Peterson as his coach. A real um, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After having the whole Urban Mile Urban Meyer trial last year, he's uh stepped up and really 
secured uh, his name as like one of those top young AFC quarterbacks, along with the Justin Herberts. And I mean, he's not at their level yet, but they made the playoffs after um, having the one, the number one overall pick just last year. So the playoff um, game. Yeah, so he's a franchise guy. That's what I'm trying to get at and um, just continue to build around uh, Trevor Lawrence because he's he's your guy. They found that guy. Yeah, keep putting these sneaky weapons around him. Like, he made Christian Kirk relevant again. Mm-hmm. That was a great signing. That's crazy. They, they signed him for a shit ton of money, but right. <laughs> that was a good signing. Yeah, and their defense, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. I mean, but, like, Definitely in those later games, like, you know, the games they had to win um, to even make the playoffs, they really stepped up and made key plays. Also, um, what's his name? That Agnew guy. He fumbled in the game against the Chiefs, but he's a good special teams guy and always uh, helps them get good uh, field position on returns and things like that. So, I don't know. They're they're a quality team, for sure. They're sneaky. I agree. I think they're going to be that they're going to be running that division for the foreseeable future. As long as Trevor yeah. Lawrence and as long as Doug Peterson still, you know, calling plays like he wants to win the Super Bowl, I think they're going to be just fine. All right, let's move on to Sunday just cuz we got to hurry this some bitch up cuz we got to get to the A, we got to get to the championship games. This is why people mm-hmm. we've been talking about this shit for two Woo! days. Although there ain't much else to talk about when it comes to the NFL because you're waiting on these other games. And all these fans of the teams that just lost are still bitter, even though it's Wednesday. For us, it's going to be dropping on uh, YouTube and all that tomorrow. So they're still bitter on Wednesday, even though the fucking game was on Sunday or Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Just, it's all right, guys. We got this. Um, all right. So Sunday, the Bengals had no problem stop, stopping Buffalo. They stomped the shit out of Buffalo at Buffalo. It was 27 to 10. And truthfully, it was not even that close. Um Somebody needs to turn their volume down on their phone. Uh, but I think the Bills are incredibly overrated, and Josh Allen is incredibly overrated. Damn, Coach, I see your whole last hand. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just my opinion. You guys can think what you want to, but I just – I fell for the hype at the beginning of the season. I, on this motherfucking show, said that. Oh, my God, bro, they're so good. They like going to feed. <sighs> like a dipshit, and that was wrong. And then they turn around and they look like dog shit against the Dolphins last week. Let's just keep it real. I tried to make reason with it because the Dolphins had a lot of weapons, but that's not good enough. You can't be letting a third-string quarterback come in there and put 31 points on you. Of course the Bengals are going to score over 20. Of course they're going to score over 20. If you're letting Skylar Thompson fucking score 31 points on your ass. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, never going to fall for the Bills hype again. Per- I can't. I just can't do it. I don't think that they're worth it. They lost four Super Bowls in the 90s for a fucking reason. They are lovable losers, and that's just what it is. They're never going to win a Super Bowl in this. I mean, this was the year for them to go on a run and win the goddamn Super Bowl for the first time. With what happened against the Bengals the last time they played, with them finally, with them getting to play Cincy at home after what happened to them in that fucking game the first time, after stealing that fucking game against Miami, you would think they would have came out and looked a little better, but no. Yeah. I, they just stunk it up in front of everybody, dude. I'm out. Done on the Bills. Can't do it. 
I, I mean, you, maybe they just played and a the better team. So I'll keep it real on that. They are the real deal. And Josh Allen is not the real deal. Joe Burrow is. Josh Allen is not. I think we can all agree on that. Well, uh, they're both the real deal. Like I said, the Bills just played a better team. And One of those guys is the real deal, and he wears number nine, not number 17. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. when you put – Joe Burrow is definitely better than Josh Allen, but Josh yeah. Allen is still a top three, top three or four quarterback in the league, and definitely this season. Lamar is what happened. Allen, Jalen Hurts. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. You want to go through this fucking list again? Bro, <laughs> is fucking overrated. His offensive coordinator leaves and goes to the Giants and turns Daniel Jones into a top 10 quarterback this past season. Just this past season. That's all. But he did yeah. do that. And then he fucking leaves the Bills like we said earlier. What happens? Josh Allen's the NFL leader in turnovers, okay? I think we're starting to see his true colors. Cam and I, before we even did this podcast before, said that last year was Josh Allen's peak season. That is as good as it is going to get. And this year proved that shit. He led the league in turnovers. I don't know how he's going to respond next year. I don't. But in Didn't my that- opinion, I'm out because he fucking does this every time. Sure, his last year, right? Last year, he stood toe-to-toe with Mahomes in the divisional round, bah, throwing touchdowns, four touchdowns to Gabe Davis. But his claim to fame is losing that game. What are we praising this man for? For what? What are we praising him for? Has he won? Has he been to the Super Bowl? Has he won? Anything significant? Has he been a league MVP? Has he done anything? He has I mean, not. he has just made the Bills somewhat relevant again, and they made the playoffs even before he got there with Tyrod Taylor because Sean McDermott's the fucking coach. Let's just keep it real on why they are the way they are. It is not Josh Allen ain't that guy, in my opinion. If I got, if I have to, if I have to say it, he's not that guy. I hate Joe Burrow. I hate the Bengals, but Joe Burrow is light years ahead of Josh Allen. Light years, coach. They are like, if we're doing it on a scale, it's not even fucking close. Like you can't even see it. It's not close. They're not even. They're not even comparable. And I hate. Uh, I hate the Bengals, and I hate Eli Apple too. He's got nothing to do with this. But I hate Eli Apple too. <laughs> Man, I'm out on Josh Allen. You guys take it away. You you clearly think otherwise. <laughs> uh Josh Allen is that guy, and I mean, I don't know what you're talking about the praise. I'm just saying, I think that people um see his talent and um see what he can do, and um they do have a good team. They just ran into a better team twice. Because Pat Mahomes is still better than Josh Allen, I feel, and also Joe Burr. And they they both outplayed uh, Josh Allen two years in a row. But I think he's still in that contention. He's just – it's a lot of quarterbacks in the AFC, bro. You, you, just because you got the best team don't mean you always win. Sometimes the other team – And they don't have the best quarterback. Not at all. Okay, but – they still got the best quarterback in their division. They ain't worried about no Patriots. And this is kind of my point, too, because I don't really see you holding any sort of fucking anything against Josh Allen right now. Nobody's no. giving him any shit for the game that he just played. He put up 10 points, bro. 10 points at home. 
Okay. Oh, I just said that about I said that Joe Burrow outplayed him. Imagine the shit we would have heard. Yeah. It was awful. And it, yeah, he, exactly. So what the fuck? Josh Allen ain't that guy, bro. Okay, but off of one game, bro, you're going to say that he's not he's that guy. He's got nothing significant, coach. Nothing significant. He's I mean, never MVP. He's never even been to the fucking Super Bowl. He's been to an AFC championship and lost. His claim to fame is throwing four touchdowns to one guy in a game that he lost. <laughs> okay, so so what about Justin Herbert? Is he is you can say the same thing about him? Yep. He hasn't accomplished but anything. Justin Herbert has never had the amount of fucking talent on both sides of the ball that Josh Allen has had the last three years. They they just got all the them dudes on defense. No, he doesn't. <laughs> He's never yeah. had, to Cam's point, he's never had them all on the field at the same time. Josh Allen's yeah. had these all on the field at the same time for three years in a row, and they can't do shit. Like I said, they ran into a better team. Right? I don't want to hear think. that guy you're supposed to fucking show up. He didn't even show up, dude. I don't know. He had interception problems. He got to get those fixed, but... He's still one of the top five quarterbacks in this he league. He put up less points than Tyler Huntley. Okay. Y'all would have lost, too. Yeah, literally. Who would have won against the Bengals had he not decided to try to be Superman. You know what Josh Allen would have done had he tried to – he would have lost anyway because he's not that guy, bro. Where's uh, that? I'll cut that shit in here. You're not that guy. You're not. Respectfully. <laughs> But it's yeah, just they get buddy. You're not that guy. I will not sit here and be like he's the best quarterback in the league, blah blah blah. But he's better than Josh Allen. And that was very evident on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like the I don't like what the Bills are trying to sell me every year. If they were that team, they would have already got to the Super Bowl. But they haven't. I mean, you keep bumping into Pat Mahomes. Possibly be a reason why. It ain't their fault. They just but but not forget last year they he threw all those touchdowns in that game against Kansas City. Yes, but it was because they were down within the third quarter. So you know if, they don't run the ball anyway. <laughs> score one more touchdown in regulation before he goes on that fucking run. The game's over, and it's not even close. Obviously, there's a lot of ifs there, but like, come on now. His claim to fame is losing. <laughs> That's it. Oh, shit. Hey, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't his fault he was down. Not his fault his defense couldn't stop Pat Mahomes. His fault that he couldn't score any points. I'm not talking about this year. I'll talk about last year, too, until the fucking third quarter rolled around. Because they wouldn't have been in a position if had he just showed up and did his job. Same with their defense. <laughs> But anyways, we'll move on. I'm done with that fucking team. They stink. Bengals are the real deal. Uh, 49ers are so fucking good. Just so fucking good. I don't think <laughs> they much else. Their defense is unbelievable. Beat the shit out of Dallas physically. Not on the scoreboard, but physically beat the shit out of Dallas. Two interceptions from the defense in a one-score game. That'll get you every time. You can't turn the ball over multiple times in a one-score game. You're going to lose that son of a bitch. If you turn the ball over even once, maybe you might lose so, something mm-hmm. mindful of out there, everybody. Um, I think their defense is so good, but with them going into Philly now, I think Coach and I have said this, their secondary is a bit 
a bit shaky. So this might be a week where they get tested a little bit more than normal because a couple weeks back in the regular season, the Raiders kind of had their way with their defense a little bit. Josh Jacobs was doing his thing too. Well, let's just be real here. Mm-hmm. I guess a team that can throw the ball around, sling the ball around, and run the ball, they might be in just a bit of trouble. But I digress. What are your guys' thoughts on those two games? I went off on the Bills. I went off on uh, Josh Allen. So let me hear your thoughts on both those games. Cam, you go first. I've been waiting yeah. on you. Dude, we'll see if Kalen can keep up his accuracy. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't had the most accurate season regardless. Like, he's been playing really well, but he's still the same mobile quarterback that we're used to. I think a little pressure on him is going to make him turn the ball over more than he has this year. I think the mm. Niners have taken it. Yeah, you've been saying that all day. <laughs> I mean, I, I I hope the Niners can win, but um, that's going to be definitely one of the best games of the weekend. And um, just because both teams are so good on offense and defense, um, both teams can really run the ball. Um, they got weapons on both sides of the ball, and um, they're both physical and like want to impose their will on the opposing team. So um, I feel like Jalen Hurts, it, as far as like the comparisons, they're like pretty even. I'd say probably the Philly receivers, you might want to give the nod to, and definitely at the quarterback position. That's like the tell between Brock Purdy um, and Jalen Hurts. There's like Jalen Hurts, who's had the MVP type season, and Brock Purdy, who's the Mr. Irrelevant, but he's kind of like stepped up and uh, led the way for this playoff team. And um, shit, I don't know. I feel hey, like the way, he's been the way he's been playing, he could have been MVP if he had been in 17 games. Right, right. They would have made an argument for him, no doubt. Mahomes? Yeah. Oh, for Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying Purdy Mahomes. That's what I just nicknamed. Oh, yeah. Mr. Perry. <laughs> he thought you talking about that. He's like, no. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> See? Already easily confused. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah. Um, all right. I'll ask the two questions that I have down here. Same question I had a couple seconds ago. Where the fuck does Buffalo go from here? What the fuck do they need to do? What do they have to do? They have to change something. Something's got to change. Obviously, they're not going to get rid of Josh Allen as much as I think he's not that guy because I don't think they should get rid of him either because if you get rid of a top 10, top 5, top 7 quarterback in the league, you're top fucking five. Uh, Go get yourself a a top flight running back or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or like I've seen in the, the mock draft uh, that they're trying to go for like B. John Robinson. Like, because you can't have Josh Allen being your leading rusher for like half the season, majority of the season. And even in that game against Cincy, he was their leading rusher. So, like, it's not that they can't run the ball because when you see they give it to Singletary, like, enough time, he'll break one and, like, uh, get him a first down or something like that or a big game. So, like, they just got to commit to it. Like, even though, um, like, the Chiefs don't have an all-star running back. They'll actually run the ball. At least the Bills, they'll just be like, we have a running back, but we got Josh Allen. We think so much of him. We're just going to throw 50 times. Like, And they're not actually, like, balanced. Like, yeah, you have a running quarterback, but, like, 
people compare Josh Allen to Cam and they're Cam Newton, and they're like, oh, well, they're two big guy running back, uh, big quarterbacks no, that can run. <laughs> yeah, but like Cam's career took kind of a beating as he kept running and running into players, defenders, and taking those hits. So like, you don't want your quarterback to take all those unnecessary hits. You can just um, take the pressure off of him by handing it to the running back, you know, actually running. Yeah. So get a running back. I can say I noticed that they need to fucking shore up the interior on that D-line because they were getting gutty. Mm-hmm. Gutted. They couldn't stop shit on the ground. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. They couldn't stop anything. That was embarrassing. We coached youth football coach. That shit. <laughs> that shit. Remember, Gainesville? Remember Gainesville? That's what happened. Don't on- remind me, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, best I hate you. Goddamn. Anyways. Yeah, I think they definitely need to shore up the interior on their D-line. They need to go make a trade for somebody. Maybe... I, if Jalen Carter wasn't going to be the number one pick in the draft, they would need right. to find some way to trade up and get goddamn uh, the number one pick from the Bears. Which is it should have been Will Anderson, Cam. You know. Nope. Yeah, if yeah. Will drops outside the top five for some reason, they might as well go up and get his ass too. You know, but he's yeah. a deep. That's just going to add more pass rush. Why would they do that? They need somebody on the interior because they were just uh, getting ran through up, up by the guards, bro. Inside the guards, those little inside zone run plays, but they were getting gutted. We didn't like yeah. that. Also, going back to what we were talking about, Vaughn Miller, like, uh, like he can consistently win. So, like, that puts more attention on him. And, like, the other guys can sort of win their one-on-one. But, like, him not being there, they didn't really have anybody that could, like, can sit on that D-line that could consistently uh, put pressure on the quarterback, get to the quarterback, and, like, win one-on-one. So, like. The, I think the Bengals were just kind of like, all right, well, we can just be really balanced and um, continue to run the ball because they're not stopping it. Yeah. And they're not getting pressure on Joe Burrow uh, or getting in the backfield either. So, Lick turf will get you. Yeah, I love a snow game. It's something about just seeing seeing a running back, like, running the snow. Like, that shit is so like, cool. <laughs> like LaShawn McCoy. Bye-bye. Not not like a heavy snow game, like you know, it's just light snow. It's just like covering, and it's like just like snow game, like you were saying. That's a good snow game. Yeah, not the whole shit where they like flying through the fucking like two feet of snow. I'm like, damn, that sucks. No shit. And what do you think the Bills got to do? They plateaued. They can't get any better. <laughs> That's what Jordan wants to hear. Some teams are just determined not to win. The Bills are one of the greatest. Uh, Josh, uh, Josh Allen, one of the greatest regular season quarterbacks ever through his young career. Yeah. He ain't done shit. Like, okay. I don't, I don't know what else to do. Like, yeah, you can blame Von Miller getting out, but as a team, you're supposed to be able to make up for that if you want to be a deep enough team to make that run. Well, if the they pe- run the ball, down they might be able day. to. People go down every day. You got to be ready. <laughs> okay, Karen, get deep on it. 
Get your ass out there and play. Yeah, nah. next man up. He's not overrated, but I mean, he'll have a shot next year. Yeah, we slightly touched on this 49ers being so good. Um, with that being said, the Niners moving on to the NFC Championship, obviously. Dallas. Let's ask a question about Dallas. <laughs> I know I just – I'm not going to go on a rant about Dak because uh, who cares? He's not that great. Anyways. <laughs> um, should the Cowboys consider moving on from Dak, do you think? Yes. Coming from the show, uh, us collectively, collectively, this is me – Cam, and you too, you too, coach. Fuck it, I'm not quite. I'm not messing this up again. You as well. We all had him in our top ten rankings in the preseason. I had him at ten. I was okay, trying so to tell you that's top ten, coach. That's top ten. Top ten. I really 10. wanted to nah, and then I came to you later, and I was like, okay, put Derek Carr ahead of him. So yeah, I can make wild, him eleven, coach. You're wild. Yeah. He's not on top ten quarterback. Neither is. What? How you better like replace Dak with an even worse quarterback? With an even worse quarterback? Yeah. Nah. Who's worse? Derek Carr. He's... Don't sleep on Derek Carr, bro. I absolutely will. Don't sleep on. Nah, Derek. see that's what I'm trying to tell you. So anyway, continue. No. To, oh, we said we not. Um, we don't think Dak's gonna make it next year. Do you think they should move on? You think they should consider making a change? To who? Dude, they're, just, they're, they're the Cowboys. They can make something happen. They have a shit ton of money. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's just like, I feel like it's more so just the expectations of, um, like, what the fans and, like, people have. They expect Dak to be, like, you know, since he got paid that money that, like, he should be like you know one of the top ten quarterbacks, but he, his play doesn't say that he's a top ten quarterback. He's just so so middle of the pack, and it's like inconsistent. He'll have the the good games and a uh, few good games, but then he'll have games like um, he did against Washington and games like he did against the Forty ers uh, just throwing picks out the wazoo. His best wazoo. option is also C.D. Lamb. I mean, C.D. is no slouch, but yeah, the other he, guy. He drops too many passes. He needs an, more playmakers. Like, if he had, I mean, you could say this about any quarterback, but, like, if he had the Bengals wide receiving core or even Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, you know, even and CD. Yeah, yeah. So, something like that. I feel like if you have more playmakers, it, it's easier on the quarterback for sure. But uh, I don't know. Dak – you might have to get out of town. All right. Let's get yeah, to it. Hour in. We're an hour oh, in. Three. Conference championships. So San Fran's traveling up to Philly to play the number one seed Eagles on Sunday. And Cincinnati will be traveling to Kansas City to also play the number one seed Kansas City Chiefs. It's Bengals over. their last three matchups versus Kansas City. And the last time Philly was in the NFC Championship, they beat the fuck out of the Vikings and went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Let's hear it out. Who has the advantage in the NFC Championship, the Niners or the Eagles? And I want to hear why. 
Coach, you go first. Um. All right. So as far as the advantage between the Niners and the Eagles, I'm going to go with the Eagles because I feel like at all the positions, and like I said, the big comparison between the quarterbacks, Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts wins that position and everything else. Um, you know, they have Miles Sanders at running back. They got two. Devontae Smith isn't like a number one. He's a good receiver, but like um, just the combination of him and A.J. Brown, I feel like uh, you can't really guard all their, their players. So they have a lot of weapons. Their defense has been balling out all year, much like the 49ers too. But I feel like the quarterback is that one difference maker. All right, Cam. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean, Purdy is doing great with what he's been given. So, obviously, he's a backup quarterback that came in halfway through the year. Jalen right. Hurts got last year to get his bearings, run for 10 touchdowns, build his confidence. Purdy's just doing that, and he's riding the wave. I think they they can win. But the Eagles definitely have the advantage being at home, having like the more experienced quarterback, even if he's right. never made a playoff trip. Yeah. Fair. Also, yeah. the corners, we were talking about the 49ers secondary being a little shaky. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have James Bradbury and um, what's his name? Darius Slay. So that's two like lockdown corners or corners you can match up with Debo <laughs> and uh, yeah. Devo and Brandon IU. Don't forget about CJ GJ. That's my dog. Why he got that key is stolen. Why did he steal his damn car? <laughs> you know, I ain't doing it like that. They they grind me out, Philly. <laughs> my sister was just there this weekend to get a tattoo, and she was like, "Bro, I'm never coming back here." Shit sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they go to Philly though. Dirty ass <laughs> city. So long over Hey, I. I want to give the uh, yeah. I think we're all gonna clean sweep the advantage on the Eagles. <clears throat> Coaching wise, maybe San Fran has the advantage because Shanahan's a Doge. I mean, yeah. let's just keep it real there. No, I've got Niners winning, but Eagles definitely have the advantage. Yeah, I I think yeah. so too, and I think it's because of them being at home, the way that and it's the way they play football. You know what I mean? They run the ball, they play defense. And they have more weapons, just a little more weapons than San Francisco. And I think the difference in this game, personally, is the secondary. Because the secondary for Philadelphia is the best in the league, by far. San Francisco, defensively, is the best overall unit because of how they play as a group. Their like second- the front seven. Yeah, their front seven is so goddamn locked down. It's just like, what are you supposed to do? Their secondary is probably more middle of the pack than it is, like, top flight. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever word I'm looking for here. They're more of a middle of the pack (laughs) secondary than they would be everywhere else. Like, their front seven is by far the best in the league. But their secondary, they can be had, I feel like. With the the Eagles, though, I think their secondary is by far and away the best secondary in the league. It's not even close. Yeah. So – I think if I have to give the advantage to him, and I think the difference will be that. I think it'll be Brock Purdy playing against the number one secondary in football for the first time all season and making a mistake or two that he hasn't yet because he hasn't played 
anybody they can get after their ass. Like Philly can on their front seven and in the secondary. So yeah. that's just, um most important player outside of Jalen Hurts and the San Francisco defense. Who do you think the most important player is for both teams? Just pick one. You don't have to. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to go in the trenches because that's really where it's going to be one. For the Niners, I'm going to go um, Trent Williams and um, Nick Bosa. And for the Eagles, I'll go Lane Johnson and – Josh Sweat. VA, two up, two down. What's up? Yes, sir. <laughs> there you go, Coach. Yeah, let me hear yours. Who do you think most important players outside of Jalen Hurts and San Fran? For the Niners, it's going to be Kittle. Kittle's going to have to have a big game because, like you said, they've got the lockdown corners. Somebody's going to have to break out and get open. Yeah, Debo will probably take most of the attention. Ayuk's going to get the deep threat. Hopefully, that leaves the middle of the field open for Kittle. It's Hopefully. worth the last three or four games. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, yeah, for Eagles, I mean, it's going to be the running back tandem. Like, yeah, Jalen Hurts is going to get his on the ground, but they're going to need to establish a run against that team because you don't want Jalen Hurts out there throwing it forty times. Yeah, not at all. Or running. When he doesn't, I guess, have, he will, but, like, you know. No, run just, him all you want. Like, that man's legs are too big to take down. <laughs> like, I, I don't get yeah. it. They do something right out in Alabama. <laughs> all right, my picks, I already said one of them. I love CJ, GJ. I think if he gets a pick, that fucking stadium is going to go crazy. <laughs> he gets a pick, if he makes a big play, if he makes a big hit, anything, I think that's going to go nuts. Because he's a dog, and for oh, that's my pick for the Eagles. I didn't, I didn't specify that. My pick for the Niners. This one's going to make y'all think a little bit. Robbie Gold. Shut the fuck up. You never the kicker. It comes down to it. Robbie Gold is one of the most clutch postseason kickers in NFL history. If it comes down to a field goal attempt to win the game, the Niners are going to win that some bitch, and they're going back to the Super Bowl. It definitely uh, is. I feel like. Hey, I'd pick him over the uh, Ohio State kicker. Uh, yeah, because he's a professional. Name one good Georgia kicker. AFC Championship. Who's got the advantage, Kansas City or Cincinnati? This man just said, name one good Georgia kicker. Roger Four eyes ain't even in the league. Not anymore, but he Not was anymore. good. Yeah, he got bumped from the Colts. Like, what the fuck? Damn, that's crazy. Um, who's got the advantage? All right, we're moving on to the AFC Championship for those that didn't hear me. Who's got the advantage? Kansas City or Arrowhead. Cincinnati? Uh, quarterback. Uh, and who's got the advantage in this game? Who do you think? Oh. Um, definitely the Bengals. But I'm not sleeping on Pat Mahomes. I ain't sleeping on. What was that, Coach? I ain't sleeping on Pat Mahomes. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. sleep. Yeah. Because <laughs> look, he the goat right now, man. You can't do it. Just like you can't, you can't doubt Brady. Yeah, I mean, it's starting to come up. Like you can't doubt Pat Mahomes either. 
Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, yeah, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to doubt a dude that consistently wins thirteen games a season. You think Kansas City's got the advantage? They don't have the advantage, especially now with Mahomes going down. I think even being at home, the Bengals have the advantage, just being the overall better team. Their defense too is, I mean, yeah, better. They get yeah. no shine whatsoever. It's all Joe Burrow and Jamar chasing them. Their defense is lights out. That yeah. is nasty. I think they're good at like showing you one thing pre-snap and then like because they're very like multiple. Uh yeah. I was like watching like some sports center ESPN. They were like running over some plays and like they'll show you one thing pre-snap and then flip to something else. Uh, like once the ball snaps, so like it, it always has the quarterback like thinking because, like, usually a quarterback, you know, well, who can read a defense well and uh, you know, go through progressions, he'll like have an idea of where he wants to go. But like, they'll send like Mike Hilt, what's his name, Mike Hilton, yeah. uh, on blitzes a lot. So, like, I don't think a lot of many defensive coordinators are sending uh, a slot corner to blitz the quarterback very often. They usually just add a guy extra on the edge or something like that. So, yeah. Fair enough. Hey, if, they can, if they can get to Pat Mahomes, they'll take it no problem. But if you give Pat Mahomes a little time in the pocket, Bengals going to lose. Yeah. All right, let me stop. Um, who are the most important players outside of Mahomes and Burrow? <laughs> um... I'm gonna go with Mike Hilton for the Colts. I mean, not the Colts, the, the Bengals. And uh, for the Chiefs, I'm going to go. Who was that dude who had that pick? The one in Watson. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pick him. Yeah, good. Yeah, got drug tested today for that pick. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Snag the fuck out of that shit. Cam, that's crazy. Huh? Who are your picks for the most important players outside of Burrow and Mahomes? I'm going to go T. Higgins for the Bengals. Fair. That man needs to stay on the fucking field. God he doing all right. What? He doing all right. He needs to stay yeah. healthy every damn game. All games. <laughs> he had that one. He didn't have a big game, but he had some. He had like a one-handed catch in their last yeah. game. Yeah, Bro, this man played in seventeen games, and I probably saw him in eight and a half games. Mm. Who's your other pick? Chiefs. Yeah, for the uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh, you already know I'm sticking with the tight end culture. It's got to be Kelsey. Yeah, he's gonna have. Who's gonna make those plays? Marquez Valdez. Pacheco. Kelsey. Don't sleep on Kelsey. Do not. Um, I'm not gonna steal any of your guys' picks because that would be rude. My picks, I'll go with the Bengals first. Hubbard. Sam Hubbard. You know what? It's not a it's it's tandems. Hubbard. And the other, the other dresser, the other white guy. I'm blanking on his fucking name, but you know the other white. What other white dude? Other white that's on the side of the fucking defense with him. I don't remember his name right. Hendrickson, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trey Hendrickson. 
God. <laughs> of course, you didn't pick the white tandem. The crazy mm. white tandem. I'll be picking them for my bank. Let me go ahead and just say Orlando Brown Jr. needs to make sure Pat Mahomes stays upright. He's the left tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs. Former Baltimore Raven. Dog. Little Zeus. Baby Zeus needs to be Mr. Regular Zeus this Hello, week. Zeus. Let's go, Orlando Brown. And with all that being said, um, I got one more question before we pick these games. One more question. Uh, are Burrow and Chase going to be considered the next QB wide receiver duo if they get to another Super Bowl? Yeah. Like Annie yeah. Harrison's and the Brady and the Moss and the McNabb and T.O. The Pat and the Kelsey. Yeah, hundred percent. It would have been uh, yeah. it would have been JJ and Mister Cousins, but Kirk's on the down slope in his career. And Jay- <laughs> That's true. But yeah, Jay- it's, it's Burrow and Chase, hundred percent. Like we're gonna think of them to the prime Brady's, like the prime Aaron Rodgers, Cobbs. Like it's it's gonna be them, like the Jordy Nelsons of the world and Aaron Rodgers. That next duo there where people are like, yo, just fucking throw those two on the field. Let them run. Yeah, bro. All right. With that, let me ask. We got to pick these games. Hour 17 minutes. Cam, you were almost right about the length of time we'd be going. But you weren't. And I would like that to be known. (laughs) 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 Who's going to the Super Bowl, boys? Chase Niners, baby. First, let's go to the NFC Championship first. You got the Niners and the Eagles. Who do you got? Let me hear you, Cam. I know you got the Niners. I think I know you got the Niners. You already know I got the Niners, bro. This is their year. All right, Coach Niners or the Eagles? Man, I really, really want the Niners to win because I would hate. I got some. Uh, friends and family that are Philly fans, and they always talking that rah-rah, man. Uh, acting like they got the best team in the world, like they've been doing it, but they ain't. But I'm going to go with Philly because for some reason I can see it happening. You know, Meek Mill, Dreams and Nightmares, they're going to try to replay that Super Bowl run to get them back all over again. And, uh, and, and it's in Philly, so that's a tough place to play. I got a saying saying all this week, right? Because clearly I'm a Ravens fan. I'm not going to sit here and make any bones about it. But growing up, I always kind of liked the Eagles a little bit, just a little bit, just a bit. That's a lie. They were kind of like a knockoff version of the Ravens. You know, they tried to play defense just as hard as we, but they were a little bit more high flying on offense. But defensively, they had that same attitude that we did over there in Baltimore. We being (laughs) – me being a fan of that team, the Ravens, I always kind of respect it. <laughs> so this saying that I've been saying all week is, birds, we flock together. So with that being said, my pick is going to be the Eagles, and I will be picking them to win the Super Bowl as well. Let's go, birds. Uh, Ravens flock till I die, but I will be wearing this hat for this weekend, and if they lose, I will never wear it again because <laughs> it hat when I'm not a fan of the Eagles. But I figured I'd turn it around for now. Just a quick little reveal, you know what I'm saying? So I got the Eagles. Let's go, birds. Come you on. Better hope, you better so hope you Kelly mean, and Miko don't see this. 
I don't oh, yeah. <laughs> they going to kill you. That's on them. That's Wait, on so so you were riding with the Falcons when they blew that lead to Tom Brady? And no. you were riding with the Seahawks and all no. these others? No. Birds flocked together, remember? That's the one time I didn't because Joe Flacco and Matt Ryan were drafted the same year, and I couldn't have Matt Ryan winning the Super Bowl as well. Come on. He's already <laughs> definitely better than Joe. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Turn this back around because I am a Ravens fan and I don't want to have that on me for too long. (laughs) This guy. AFC Championship. Coach, let me hear you first. Bengals or the Chiefs? I'm going to go with the Bengals. Good choice. I don't want it, but <laughs> go chase. I'm You're just picking the opposite just in case. Cam, this is one of our last picks of the year. We're going to pick the Super Bowl. I already chose my winner, though. We don't have to do that yet. We can pick it when the Super Bowl is official. Oh, oh. Ah, dude, it's been too long. It's been too long since I'm a home Super Bowl. It's hard. It's hard for me to pick against him, so I gotta go with the Chiefs. Banged right. up and everything. As much as this is gonna pain me, I would love to see the Bengals lose to the Chiefs. I would. Being a Ravens fan, that would there would be nothing that would make me happier aside from my team getting to the Super Bowl would be to see the Bengals lose, not get back to the Super Bowl. That would be great. With that being said, though, I don't see it. I think with a healthy Mahomes, the Chiefs should be able to do their thing. Without a healthy Mahomes, I think the Bengals are going to be able to generate just enough pressure on Mahomes in that O-line. Unless unless my player that's most important, Mr. Orlando Brown, does his thing and the rest of the O-line does their thing. I just don't know if I see the Bengals losing this game just because of what Coach was saying earlier. Super balanced. I mean, they're running the ball well right now. They're throwing the ball well right now because Burrow's a good fucking quarterback. Their defense is lights out that nobody gives any credit. They're just a complete team right now. And as much as I don't like to do it, I think they're going back to the Super Bowl. I will be rooting against them. But I will be picking the Bengals to make it to the Super Bowl. As much as that sucks for me to do. <sighs> That's it, boy. <laughs> well, well, now that we're over, I just wanted to point out that we are officially closer to an hour and a half than an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, we are. We're getting there. I don't know. I'm not going for seven more minutes either. But, um, hey. man, it's the last weekend with multiple games, bro. After this one, only one. Just one. One more, then it's NBA. Then we get some NBA. Yeah, it's going to be a bit more NBA-centric. We're still going to focus on all the off-season headlines, everything going on in the NFL, college football. We'll get some recruiting news and all that shit, transfer portal shit. Who knows? And then baseball season, baby. Oh, no. I'm going to be on hiatus. It's going to be a one-man pod for you. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we all going to be making money for my bets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's 
other thing too with it not being football season we're gonna have to be finding some other shit to bet on so we're gonna be looking to possibly you know giving out some picks and maybe getting some sponsored picks i don't i don't know i don't know maybe maybe i know something that i'm not trying to lead on to right now don't sleep on it mm-hmm. don't sleep that's all i know I sleep. Lack. Um, don't sleep. Amazon.com slash shops slash don't sleep. Uh, promo code will be here in a few days, I believe. So I will have a promo code to give everybody 10% off their first order. Let's get after it, boys. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining the homies. Thanks for sitting through a football season with us. This got a lot more traction than we thought it might. And with the off season coming up, We're going to have to be talking about a lot of shit that we don't really know about. So let's just, you know, enjoy the football talk while we can. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Coach, have a good night. Cam, you have a good night as well. I will be running the intro video on here as an outro video. And then I will see y'all next week. Happy Championship Weekend.